Okay, let's go. So, um, talking about Age of Ultron. Yes. We just saw it, like, what, like two hours ago? Roughly. Um, we've basically talked about nothing else since, so now we're going <laughs> to talk about it again. Yes. Because we're gluttons for punishment. Um, so, okay, first impressions. What, did you like it? Did you... I did enjoy it. Okay. It was very entertaining. It was very action-packed. A lot of, st- a lot of stuff happened. Yes. A lot. Yes. Happened. Yes. I liked it, too. I thought it was good. I had, there, for me, there were some, there were some problematic items, but overall, I thought it was good, but it felt, overall, it felt sad to me. It was sad. Like, it wasn't, I don't know, the first one felt a little more triumphant. True. It did. I don't know, but yeah, it just, but overall, I thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. I'll watch it. 700 more times when it makes it to the when it makes it to the movies movie channels so because i I feel like we missed a lot even a a lot happened in a very short amount of time Uh, i don't feel like there was a whole lot of character development that it was just a bunch of boom 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 yeah i agree with that story 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 and it did feel a little wanting but for what you got it was pretty good i agree So, um, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was the running theme of the hammer. Okay. The, they're all sitting around, and they all try to pick up the hammer, and Steve moves it just a little bit. I mean, we all saw that in all the trailers, uh, which, that that was great, and it was a, it was, it was a fun scene, um, and it just kind of left it off there and then you know Ultron shows up and then you get to boom 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 story 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 but then later on into the movie and when Vision just kind of picks it up and hands it to Thor and you're just it's a it's a shock and awe kind of moment but that just has to be my favorite part yeah the whole the whole audience was just laughing they were profusely at Vision just casually handing over it was so casual. It was just, here you go. It was like, yeah. And Thor's, the look on his face of, holy crap. So, speaking of Thor's face, Thor noticed that Steve moved the hammer. He did see him, and he was a little concerned. Do you think anybody else noticed? They didn't show anybody else's reaction. Because they just showed Thor's shot. Yes. But... I think I think Nat noticed. I was about to say I'm going to make a headcanon that I bet you Nat noticed. Yeah. If anybody in that room noticed, it would be Cat and Hawkeye. Nat yeah. and Hawkeye. Where yeah. Ooh, see, I'm Gotham, you're wrong pulling right Gotham now. in. <laughs> I'm pulling Gotham in already. Um, Natalie and Clint. Natasha. <laughs> you're pulling in I'm Natalie pulling Rushman from Iron Man too. I am. Um, but those two characters, Black Widow, okay, yeah. Black Widow and Hawkeye, if anybody in that room saw it, was it those was them. two. Okay. I agree. Our, I agree with assassins. that. Yes. Um, and speaking of the party, that, that was my favorite part. I'm such a dork. Like, I just want, <laughs> I just want, like, two hours of them being, like, bros and, like, training together and doing science. And Maria. And, yeah, yeah, and Maria oh, hanging oh. out and, you know. I, I was sad that Sam didn't make it to the after party, like Rhodey made it, Sam? and Sam was not there Where anymore. Was Sam. So, I, but, and he wasn't in the final battle either. Either I thought, I thought for sure when when Rhodey 
flew in as, well, you as know where he war was. machine. You know where he was. He was hunting Bucky down. He was hunting Bucky. He was. So that was my favorite part was the party. Just because I'm I'm the one that would would literally watch two hours of them being sh- just having domestic shenanigans in Avengers Tower. Was it the um, what's that reality show? Where they're all in the house. Big Brother? Big Brother, yes. yes. I would watch Big Brother Avengers. Avengers. Yes, yes. Totally. In a heartbeat. That's like the only reality show I would watch. I would like pay extra for the 24-hour feed and like I would stop <laughs> I would stop going to work. Remember, and just... Revenge of the Nerds? Where they put the camera up and they're all sitting there. <laughs> we would so do that. Yes. 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 So that was my favorite part. Yes. Um, what, was, what was your least favorite part? My least favorite part part um was probably now it's kind of hard to 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 describe it It is clint bless his heart love him dearly but the fact that he had a secret wife and family out of the complete blue there was no hint to it whatsoever in any other movie any other storyline and just oh by the way i just happened to have this house in the middle of nowhere, that we're going to go and hang out at for a safe house. Yeah. That's conveniently like, off the grid. What, seriously? Yeah. Just, boom, there it is. Okay, I would believe just a safe house in and of itself that Clinton knew about, but it's the secret wife and kids. Yes. That just really totally, I was like, what? What is, huh? Yeah, that's probably, was, that's probably mine too, because like you said, it was... It was so just off, just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It felt very like, well, we're going to conveniently have this thing happen. And Fury knows about it. And Natasha knows about it enough that she's there and she's Aunt Nat. Yes. And just, it was just, it felt very really, forced. Really out of the blue. Like, I, I really like the actress that, that played his wife, Linda Cardinelli, I think it is. Um, I generally really like her. Um... I love me some Clint. I was very, very happy that he got a bigger storyline, that he got yes. to do stuff. Yes. Um, but I just, it just felt so forced. It felt, and it felt forced. It didn't feel natural. It didn't feel organic. It Mm-mm. just kind of happened. And from the the comic series Age of Ultron, there, they are several different of the the characters in the comics do seek out these. Uh, safe houses, because Fury has them all over the place, as right. we all know Fury does. Um, and so that was something that it did happen in the comics, but none of, they were all these underground bunker-type things. None of them were a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere with somebody's wife and kids. It just, it really did feel forced. Yeah. I mean, it was a great excuse to get Steve in a tiny shirt, ripping wood, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which, you know, we're which, all happy about. All about, but it, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I would have, if, if they could have peppered in some hints, even that I could go back later and go, oh, that makes more sense, but. He, he says when he gets injured at, near the beginning, he gets injured and he's, I don't have a girlfriend. Which technically wasn't a lie, I, I guess, if you know. go with the whole wife thing, but. I, and and of course in my head I'm like yeah you don't because you've got you've got Natasha and because I'm I'm firmly in the Clintasha 
camp. Yes. I ship it really hard. I love those two together. And now <laughs> now I feel like if they do make a Budapest movie, which I don't think Disney's going to be interested in, you know, girl movies, but I mean, if they do make a Budapest movie, now it's just going to make me sad. Yeah. Because if they, they were, like, romantically together in the past, now I'm just going to go, well, they're not together now, and I don't like it. So. Like, There's ways to explain around that, too, but still, it would be very heartbreaking. I would just watch it. I would still watch the hell out of it, though. I would just yeah, hurt myself. Yes, you would. And probably just cry. Yes, you would. And I also have to say that the whole bit with Thor going into the cave and going underwater was just an excuse to get Chris Hemsworth out of his shirt. I am, I am behind that. Because that scene really did not make a whole lot of sense otherwise. It, it didn't, like, I, like, and I'll have to go back. This is probably one we'll, we'll probably have to see a couple times in the theaters. Um, because I don't know what was in the box that, that Eric was holding for him. I don't know mm -hmm. why he need, like, I was really happy to see Eric. Eric was great. But I was like, why are we, why did we have to go to London and get Eric? Mm -hmm. And what was in this box? Something about a water sprite or a water spirit? Would put him back in the vision. Something. And then he could... It was just not clear at all. I don't know if maybe he they did, cut some stuff. I'm hoping there's an extended scene that explains... He says a little something, something. But again, everything was happening so fast. He said something about... there. Other, there's a place in every... World. Every world like this. Some kind of reflective something, something. Yeah. And he just kind of... Right over it. And it was yeah. just like... What? And then, and then all of a sudden he's back and he's shocking uh, and Vision he's into life. And... With no shirt. And that's yeah. all that scene was really good for. Because <laughs> I, I didn't, under, that's the only thing I understood was he's thunder, lightning, and, and shirtless. shirtless and wet. That's one of his powers though. It's true. And those. Shirtless and wet. No, those wait. arms. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Eric's the only one that got to see that. It's such a shame. It really is. It was a loss. Yes. It was a waste. It was. Because, I mean, come on, put Tony in there or something. Some, Tony, I like to stand incredibly close to, to all my everybody. teammates. Just, Tony was just standing incredibly close to everybody at, at several points in the movie. Who did he, like, I think the only person he didn't get near was Natasha. Yeah. Like, that was... Because he probably knows better by now. He's probably been punched a time or two from that <laughs> one. I wouldn't put it past her to just have mm -hmm. to, like, just be like, down Tony. So, yeah. so you mentioned that, 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 you know, uh, or I mentioned, I don't remember that Jane wasn't there. Jane so was not Jane there. was conspicuously absent and so was Pepper. Yes. And I missed them. I really did too. I really miss Pepper. Yeah. Not, not as much, didn't miss Jane as much as I miss Pepper. Jane's, well, she's a very interesting character. I never, I always thought Pepper was more interesting. Yeah. As a person. Um, I think Pepper's better developed, and that may just be because we have more movies of her. And she true. played, to me, she played a bigger part in the Iron Man movies than Jane did in the Thor movies. Yes, even though she was a, a main character, and I'm using air quotes, uh, in those as well. Right. But she seemed a very flat character, very two-dimensional character, where Pepper had, there was obvious development yeah. from her being... When she was just, she all she was was Tony's assistant, and she became his equal. Right. And then surpassed that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, she did. Uh, yeah, she did. But, uh... But I kind of I missed that, and I don't know if they if they did that on purpose. If it was purely from a, we can't afford to put more people in this movie because everybody... so many people Everybody's in this, in this movie. damn movie. But I, I don't know if maybe it was like, let's remove that grounding 
influence from Tony, because Pepper's the one going, Tony, don't do that. Yes, there is And that. you didn't get Rhodey there the whole time. He was no, only there at the beginning Rhodey's and at the end. was ground for him, too, so... There, and Bruce apparently isn't going to be in the Tony No camp. Bruce is like, okay, let's do this thing and but not science, tell anybody. But science. 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 So much science, bro. Bruce is so easily swayed by the science. He is. Did you notice he was much more easily swayed by Tony than he was by Natasha? Yes. Yes. And he supposedly had feelings for her. Yeah, which also, I'm glad you brought that up. That was, for me... That felt like that was out of nowhere, too. It did feel very much out of left field. Like, like, I mean, I do feel that they felt they were, I don't know, kindred spirits. Mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. like she mentioned, she was the one that, that Fury sent to fetch him yes. um, at the beginning of the first Avengers movie. And so, like, I do, like, they have a lot in common. Yes. Um, but as far as a romantic standpoint, and and I, I really hope I'm not just wearing Clintasha glasses, um, but I saw that much more easily than I saw Bruce and yeah, Natasha. Clint and Natasha have so much more in, in common. They're, they're, they're much more on the same playing field, same level, mm-hmm. where Bruce is, his life experiences are so much different, mm-hmm. uh, from, from hers. And I would, honestly, I would much rather see... Natasha with nobody, yeah. be be her own woman. Why does she even need? Why does she even need a love interest? Come yeah. on, I would rather her be on her own than not be with Clint. Yeah, and she was. I mean, she was really ready to leave whatever life they had to just go run away together. Yeah, that doesn't seem like her. That seemed really out of. I mean, because the whole her. thing, the whole thing after Winter Soldier was. She was going to fess up. She was going to live up to all the good stuff she had done and all the bad stuff. It was all out in the open. Mm-hmm. And then it, I, I don't know, the, the, just, it felt forced again. I feel, I just feel like it came out of nowhere. I don't feel we got, like I said, I feel we got more breadcrumbs for her relationship with Clint, like the arrow necklace. Um, I know, what was with that? In Cap 2. Which, you don't, which was gone in this movie, if you notice. But that it necklace was, was gone. Yeah, and I don't know if maybe that was because Scarlet hadn't seen the uh, script for Ultron when they were doing Winter Probably Soldier. Not. I mean, sure they didn't. Because, but. I, you know, I read that that was, that was a choice of hers. That that to, was Scarlet's choice to wear that necklace. Right, to yes. signify her relationship with Hawkeye. And to me, you don't just do that with, with, with a bud. No. That's happily married with, you know, two kids, kids. and one on the way. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, it seemed like a real 360 with her character. Yeah. Her character seemed so much more needy... Yeah. ...than in past, which really bothered me. And so, that... I mean, you made a good point. Like, I don't know if they just felt the need, like, oh, well, here's a lady. Let's romantically match her up with somebody. Um, I'm glad they didn't do that with Scarlet Witch... I was kind of worried that all of a sudden she'd be like, you know, romantically right. giving eyes to Vision or something, which and is funny why. because you said in the comics that they are married. Yes, canonically in in the comics, Vision and Scarlet Witch are married, which in the comics, the comic series of Age of Ultron, Scarlet Witch doesn't even appear at all, ever. Um, she's mentioned as Vision's wife, but that's about it. And Quicksilver has like one panel. And that's it. That's his entire involvement in the Age of Ultron series. 
so I'm not really sure why they chose these two characters. They, I thought they were great characters. I thought the actors who played them were fabulous. Yes. I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that their their story was very was great. I mean, the entire concept of them. But uh, I, like you were saying, I am glad that that Scarlet Scarlet Witch didn't. Oh. I'm suddenly in love with somebody, so we have to change and be good all of a sudden. Yeah, that there there wasn't that romantic impetus to change. Mm-hmm. They did have that they together had the moral crisis of oh my gosh, what have we done? This isn't what we thought it was. Right, we need to fix this. And the fact that they did come back and, and try to 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 quote unquote fix it. So yeah, that was a much more enjoyable than oh I'm in love. Yeah, because and that wouldn't that wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense for for her brother to join her if she was yes. all of a sudden in love with an Avenger. Yes, and they were very very well. They are twins. Yeah, I thought they were great together. I thought they played off of each other mm-hmm. really well. The, I the did actors, too. and I like I really enjoyed visually what she did with with the character, the way the way uh. She made the power look the way she was waving her, her hands. She was around. very graceful. Yeah, it was very graceful. It was almost you know, the uh, almost like a tai chi kind of thing. Yeah, the swirlies they used around her was like they were playing off of her motions. Yeah, and I thought that flowed. It looked really really, really it, organic. Yeah, it did, and and really I'm well believable. We 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 talked about this earlier that um, you know it 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 was a lot. For me, visually, it was a lot better than just Professor X's telekinesis kind of power, where it's just like, <laughs> I'm going to dramatically gonna... put my hand against my forehead my <laughs> and squint head. at you. So, um, I thought for her to have a visual for the power, I thought was really cool. And it also kind of matched with, um, I guess, the, the like, speed trails. I, I don't know the technical term for what showed up behind Pietro when he was, when he was mm-hmm. rushing. Yeah. Like, the, the, the visualization of his power. Um, so I thought that kind of matched up really well, but yeah, I really, I really did enjoy those two. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about them, um, especially knowing that we had already had a Quicksilver in Days of Future Past, who I really enjoyed. I did like him. Which Quicksilver did you like better, though? I kind of like Days of Future Past. I like that kind of just, he was, he was much more innocent. He was. He was a lot younger, too. That's in true. That portrayal. I mean, literally, he was a, a Quicksilver as a younger person. I don't know. What kind of... How old would you say the twins were in maybe, Age of Maybe mid-twenties? Because they kept going on and on about stuff that happened when they were ten. Yeah. When their parents... They were orphaned when they were ten. So how long were they in training with Hydra? I yeah. Wonder. I don't know. We'll have to I look that up. I would say early twenties. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're right. He was a lot younger in Days of Future Past. So, and I think they, the scene in Days of Future Past where they, his big his big showcase of the of the speed scene when they're at the mm-hmm. Pentagon, that was just gorgeous. That was it was fun. And I, I yeah, so he was more fun. But I really did enjoy this this uh, Quicksilver and and Scarlet Witch. I was kind of worried that the Magneto thing would be the elephant in the room, and I don't feel it was. No. Um, and they just, it was just, it just became, they were enhanced. That doesn't give an age. Um, and, you know, that was how they got their powers, which, okay, I don't know why Hydra doesn't have a whole army of these people, if they can do that. Because, you know, she was really damn powerful. She was very, she was a lot more, she seemed to have more, more, more diverse powers where, 
Quicksilver was just... I want to go fast. He goes really, really fast. He has a fast <laughs> metabolism. And oh my gosh, I wish I had that problem. I know, right? Um, Where she has... Uh, well, let's see. Her powers... Let's see. Because she has the telepathy and the telekinesis. And I, I don't know if that's a part of telepathy, but the ability to, to influence... I'm trying to find her list of um, powers. But I really, I, I really like those two, and but I, I keep going back to damn Hydra. Why were you wasting your time doing all this other stuff when you could have just been building all these enhanced people, just completely fucking shit up? Because can you imagine a whole team of them? Psionic. Yeah, I know, right? She has uh, psionics, telekinesis, which a uh, leap off of telekinesis is a levitation, uh, mm. telepathy. Mental manipulation, hex energy. That's the reddish. Oh, that's oh, that's the the witch that's the part, red I guess. Balls okay. The hex energy. Well, okay. I have I have a question. Since she was a mutant in the original canon, because yes. you know in the in the Marvel universe, the mutants um, play nice with with the Avengers and stuff. We're not in different camps in canon. Right. Um, so their powers were very organic in the fact that you're you're born with your Scarlet Witch powers, and he's born with his Quicksilver powers. So, do you think that Hydra purposely gave them those powers, or they just experimented on them, and that's what happened? And that's happened? what developed. I think if you go back to like with what we've seen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is partially considered part of the MCU universe, yes. um, they do talk about the two different camps, that there are those that are created, such as the Inhumans, right? which gives us our Daisy Johnson, which gives us our, our Lincoln, with those abilities, which are more genetically predispositioned. And then you've got those like Mike Peterson, who had... Who've been jimmied with, been, basically. Yeah, who've been jimmied with... But didn't Mike Peterson have some kind of abilities before they messed with him? I don't think so. I think all that we saw was when he had already been part of the program. Thing? Yeah, he okay. had already been part need, of Centipede. That's something I wanted to look up. So I I would like to think that, because, I mean, okay, I, I love Quicksilver. It's really cool. He likes to go fast. This is awesome. <laughs> but, I mean, speaking from a strategic standpoint, like if I was Hydra and I could choose what attributes to give people... Why not make two Scarlet Witches right. with the same powers? And they're sub they're 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 twins too. I so don't I'm know. assuming there's some sort of an organic. Maybe they were just hardwiring people with latent mutant ability. Yeah, like a like a gene that maybe would develop in two or three generations. Maybe they were turning mm -hmm. them into mutants. I I don't know. I I think the MCU has not explained mutants. Newton type powers because yeah. it's canonically it's all Marvel X Men are Marvel so they just it just kind of goes side by side but in the MCU world they haven't really explained the the mutant ish type thing right. well enough to just suit me yeah I think they need to do a better job explaining that because yeah. that's just kind of out there yeah yeah I feel yeah, yeah. I feel like because I mean I don't know why they were bothering doing any of this insight stuff if they could just be putting all their resources into building an mm -hmm. army of these of these type people you know you get kids you get kids that are volunteering like why was anybody bothering with the red room not that not that black widow isn't awesome True. but she's not a super 
no, as far as like power. No, she's not. She's, she's just trained. Like she's just really well trained. Yeah. And, but I also think that the whole red room thing is a. I don't think that was Hydra. That I think that was the KGB. Yeah, that's a, yeah that that is ex KGB, and that's more not in the the superpower, the super world. Um, yeah. And I think it predates well that whole. Well, we know it. We know it at least yeah, goes back whole, to Peggy's yeah, time. Yeah, it predates. Um, well, pre Peggy because yeah, it goes before Peggy. Yeah, because Dottie was grown. Dottie, yeah, she was full. So the the Red Room probably has been around for decades. I'm assuming as long as the Soviets took control. Who knows? Unless you know those royals that might have been might have started off with the Romanovs. You know, yeah, conspiracy theories. I know, right? Anastasia was the first graduate of the Red Room. Oh, Anastasia! <laughs> Anastasia! Actually, oh. I really like that idea. I could totally get behind that. Like, she survived because she was the Black Widow, the first uh, Black Widow. The first Black Widow. Bum, bum, bum. That'd be cool, that though. Be cool. <laughs> so, um, so, this continued the arc of the Infinity Stones. So, we're up to four now. Okay. So we've got two left. We've got the Tesseract, which which was the space one. Yes. We've got Loki's scepter, which I irrationally kept hoping Loki would pop up just because I have no shame. Uh, that they was... didn't even say his name. I know they did. They... Oh, they referred to his Loki scepter. They yeah. did. Okay. Okay. So um, so that that's the Mind Stone, which was the scepter. Mm-hmm. Um, which the color confused me. They wrapped a, a yellow stone in blue. Which should have turned green, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Apparently they don't have those rules with uh, the Infinity Stones. It's that space crap. Then we have the ether, which is the reality stone, which isn't really a stone. Um, then we have the orb, which was the power stone, and that was what was in Guardians. Mm-hmm. So we have the soul stone left and the time stone. So I'm assuming the time is going to be involved with the Infinity Wars, one and two, because they're just gonna they're just gonna fuck shit up with time. Well, the Infinity Wars gotta have to do with the Infinity Glove and that whole yeah bit yeah. But we do have they're filming Civil War now, right? But as far as I know from the Civil War story arc, there is no stone. I, and and that in would it. that would kind of follow along with what where they've been going with Steve. Mm-hmm. I know technically the Tesseract is a stone, and that was in the first Avengers movie, but um, it feels like a stone would have been completely out of place in Winter Soldier. Yes. It was so much more character-driven. It was, I don't know, it felt more grounded in reality. Not that, I mean, I know the Infinity Stones <laughs> are reality in that world, but it just, it, it yeah, would have felt ca- weird. The Cap stories do tend to be... And the Iron Man, the Iron Man do, Iron Man do as well. So, which I know, Civil War is technically going to be pretty much a, it's a Captain America movie, but clearly the Civil War part, you're going to have a lot of Iron Man in there. Yes, he and and Robert Downey Jr. is confirmed to be in it. So, so Uh we've got, so we've got two more stones knocking around. So I don't know. I'm, I, w- I was trying to think of where the Soul Stone would, because I'm assuming the time, the time stone is going to be the last one. The big reveal. Um, that makes sense. So do you think maybe we'll get the other one in Black Panther, Black Panther or Ragnarok? Ooh. Ragnarok. Doctor I, Strange. Oh, or Doctor Strange. Because I don't Doctor like. Doctor Strange is very magic-y. Yeah, and I don't know, like, if they would introduce another stone in the Thor movies. Because we've already gotten them dealing with the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. We had them dealing with the Aether. So I, I don't know that they would be like, oh, well, 
you know, the Asgardians will find it. So, Of the upcoming movies, there's Ant-Man, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Ragnarok, and then the Infinity War. So it's going to have to be... I don't think they do it in the other Galaxies movie. I don't think they do it in Ant-Man either. I don't think they're going to do it in Ant-Man. I don't think it's going to be in Civil War. So it's going to have to either be in Doctor Strange or Ragnarok. Or Black Panther. Black Panther's not... Oh, is that not in this Black round? Black Panther is after Infinity 1. Oh, Okay. Because Infinity Part, well, they say they have they have 2017. Well, 2016 is Doctor Strange. 2017 is Thor Ragnarok. The first Avengers Infinity is 2018, and they have Black Panther listed after. Okay. And then Part Two for Infinity Wars 2019. Okay. Yeah, because I think Black Panther got pushed off when they decided Spider Man's back, which Spider Man isn't even in the list yet. So. So um. So. Yeah, it would it would make sense. I so guess. So either Ragnarok or, or Black Panther or a Doctor or, Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange seems much a good, more likable. A good fit. It, yeah, it's because we've already done a Thor one. Yeah, two, two, Ether yeah. and Tesseract. Yeah. Um, so I I think once we get the big arc with all the stones. I think that'll be very interesting. Then we're hit Infinity War. And then we'll get Thanos in a much bigger role. Because I think Thanos is going to be a really good baddie. We already got him. They've built him up. I hope so. That's true. That's a good point. Because he was was behind Loki's invasion. Mm -hmm. He was behind um, trying to get the stone with, uh, you know, during Guardians. Mm -hmm. They showed him in his little credits flash um, Age of Ultron. So he's... Very he, peripheral. It's time. It's time. Let's stop teasing him. Let's let's bring him in. Yeah, and you're right. He's kind of got a lot to live up to, you know. Because I I will say Ultron was a really good villain. Ultron was a hard villain to to fight. I mean, especially when he started jumping between the bots. The bots. It's yeah. his, his consciousness, not necessarily the physical embodiment of that one robot. When he was, and I was waiting for that. They really didn't explain it as well as I would have nobody said oh he's jumping around because if you weren't really paying attention you would not have noticed that yeah that Ultron was jumping from robot because they did say they they did make a point of saying don't leave even one robot yeah but they didn't really kind of flesh out why I guess we were left to make make our own inferences but I, I read something that I think it was Joss that that made a point of saying Ultron was really interesting because he has a lot of pain. I didn't really get that. I didn't get the pain bit either. I got, I woke up, I surfed the internet, I realized the Avengers were a problem, and now I'm going to fuck shit up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And humanity sucks, so I'm just going to take everybody out. With a giant asteroid. What? Yeah. That I'm going to, a man, a robot made. A robot made asteroid. Giant asteroid, and... So, okay, it's, and the whole, his whole relationship with Vision mm-hmm. was so underplayed. Yeah, because, and that was one thing that was, that we talked about that you said was very different in the comics. Yes. Uh, Ultron, in, canonically in the comics, Ultron does in fact create Vision completely 100%, whereas in the movie he starts to make him, and then uh, Tony Stark and the Avengers for all intents and purposes, kidnaps him and mm-hmm. finishes the creation of Vision. And so then, of course, Vision is good. 
but in the in the comics, Ultron creates Vision, trains Vision to be his instrument, but then ultimately Vision decides on his own because they are artificial intelligence and he can think for himself. He decides that Ultron is wrong and he ends up on the side of, of good. Whereas in the show, he just kind of stands there and looks around and goes, I'm just going to be good. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I attributed, Where's the turn? Where's the... the I attributed inside? that to him being part Jarvis. That's true. I can see that. Because, that I mean, sense. we get... And, and I, I don't know how much of this was just, like, them going, you know it would be cool? We could get Paul Bettany to do this. <laughs> Which it really was cool. Which it he... was cool. Like, I don't know how much we were supposed to take from that as, oh, look, it's Paul Bettany, or how much we were supposed to assume. They made it very clear that he was not just Jarvis in human form, but I'm taking that more... to mean he was a lot of Jarvis. Yes. He was not, you yes. know. Well, even so... Jarvis himself was not artificial intelligence. No. He was a consciousness that Tony programmed right. to be this Jarvis person, right. this personality. He had these protocols that... Yes. So he was not pure AI, which I don't... For me, that was not explained to me. Right, yeah. Because all this time I thought Jarvis was AI. Yeah, but he wasn't. So... Or at least that's what I understand now. Now, after they made a point of saying, oh, you've created AI, and I'm like, um, wasn't that what wasn't Jarvis was? Jarvis, yeah, over here, the so, cool dude in the... I mean, because he seemed pretty thinky to me. He did And that's a lot of programming to come up with every single situation, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, but true, I'm not a programmer, but... but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used him once upon a time. Um, but yeah, to see him merge with the Mind Stone and Ultron's creation, some kind of biomechanical thing that is what is Vision to, to fit all of that together with Jarvis. Yeah, of course of course he's going to be good because Jarvis is, is a good is good in and of himself and that's how he's programmed. And that makes logical sense and it worked in, in the scope of mm-hmm. the, the film. I just really missed the bad turning good. Yeah. Which... However, we did see that with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Where be- they had the moral dilemma of, oh my God, what have we done? Right. We were wrong. This isn't what we wanted. This isn't what we thought was going to happen. We're so- we're going to fight on the side of good now. And But in the comics, though, does Vision know the full plan from the get-go? Because, like, they didn't really kind of know. They just thought that Ultron was out there to destroy the Avengers and they could get behind that. But does Vision know the full extent of Ultron's plan in the comics? No. Not, not that I'm aware of, because the Age of Ultron storyline just kind of jumps right in the middle of it. And Vision isn't even a very active character in Age of Ultron. It, there's a flashback to his creation. But in the arc of Age of Ultron, Ultron is using Vision as his conduit from the future to attack the present day. Okay. So, he is a pawn. Okay. And, and then he turns so, yeah. good and gets on the right it's team just, and... Well, no, he wasn't. He, that didn't even happen. He was. Oh, really? Yeah. His his turn. His he married Scarlet Witch and was good previous to the Age of Ultron story arc. Oh, okay. It wasn't okay. I yeah, gotcha. that was all previous gotcha. to the story arc. That had already happened because in in the comics, Ultron tries several times, and this was something that we we read today. Was uh, in in the movie, Ultron first appears in one of the Mark V suits, mm-hmm. which was a 
nod to the fact that all the Age of Ultron storyline is actually Ultron's fifth attempt to take over the to world. take over the world. So he's really not that great of a villain no, in the comic no. books. He he screwed it up four times already, and in one of those was the Vision attempt. Okay, and he lost that, and Vision became good, and married Scarlet Witch, and became in Vision became uh, an Avenger that way. But uh, he got taken over by because Ultron was taking over all technology, and Vision technically is technology, and he took over and was using him as his conduit from the future to take over the past. And it's all very convoluted. I'm kind of glad you said that because when you say take over all this technology, um, if you think about the fact that that Ultron was all through the internet and he was all up in all this technology. He could have done a lot more than just oh, take I over know. Tony's suits, Ooh, yeah, and make make little you know baby robots of his own. Like he could have been you know screwing with appliances and hospitals. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. I don't think his first priority was the Avengers. Yeah, in and of itself. But to but... me, that could have been used to leverage finding where they are. Ultron was not that smart, was he? I don't think so. Like, maybe he wasn't as good of a villain as that. Like, he had really great lines. <laughs> he had some great... Now, James Spader... Oh, his delivery was beautiful. delivery was so excellent. He was a... Ultron was a great character. He had that kind of smart-ass quality, and I'm attributing that to Tony was his builder. Oh, no. So, I mean, I, I did like that. I thought that was... Because, you know, the, the robot trope has been around forever and it's this unfeeling, you know, yes. robot and I do not understand human emotions. So I thought I thought the fact that he did have some personality and some snark. He had and a some, lot of personality he really did. I thought that was I thought that was really good. So I did I did enjoy Ultron, but yeah, maybe he wasn't quite he was the smartest. Not as smart as he oh he built some great stuff and he had he just See now maybe maybe if he had a Loki that. with him. See he needed a Loki. Yeah. Which they made no reference to that, and it kind of drove me nuts because I keep going back to the fact that is Loki just ruling as Odin? And Apparently nobody's... so. Nobody's paying any attention to it. Not even um, um, Hemdall. Yeah. Well, Loki's... the Hemdall we saw was in the Vision, though. No, but even Hemdall's not, apparently not even noticing that... That's true. Loki's the one sitting on the throne, not Odin. He yeah, sees everything. Except for that. Except... <laughs> except for several other things that are convenient plot devices. I know, it's all about the convenient plot devices. I just... But I think that I think that the longer they let that... Like, if they don't address that until Ragnarok, which is entirely likely... Like, if I was in Asgard and I was like... Oh my god, I was conditioned to like... I'm so yeah. afraid of Loki... And then he's been on the throne for a couple of years at least. I know. And not doing a bad job. Like, somebody, I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't be that upset. Well, Freya's dead, so she's the only one who would have noticed. I'm sure yeah. she would have known. She would have known. Odin. But not, not Sif, not Thor, not Hendal, not. None, none of them. Anybody. The birds? Come on, yeah. the birds had to have noticed, but okay, now we're getting that's, that's <laughs> But yeah, I think the only movie we've got coming up, between because there's probably not going to be anything in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Strange, I don't even know where that's, I don't even have any idea where that's even I have. Possibly. I don't either, yeah. It's going to have to be the other Infinity Stone. Yeah. That's the only place. And then we got Ragnarok, yeah. which is the Norse apocalypse, yep. so... That's going to be interesting. Yeah. And then we go straight into the Infinity Wars after that. So Yeah. 
So that's that's the the big thing that you would have that you would have included from the comics was the whole. I Vision really do thing. wish the there was the the original Vision story. I, I really enjoyed that um, that flip that Vision did it himself. So do you think that? Because we both agree it's super cool that we got Paul Bettany. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> do you think they muddied the waters by doing that with Vision instead of making him a pure a pure creation? Now, because he's always going to have that Jarvis. I hate to use the word taint, but he he's, is. He's well, gonna he's going to have Jarvis's voice. He's yeah. going to have, uh, yeah. And but the thing is, you know what else? I'm going to miss Jarvis. I know. So I wonder if like they're conveniently Tony's going to rebuild him for the next movie, and it's just going to be oh, and there's Jarvis, and just I know. No. I don't know that he could build another it Jarvis. Se- it though. seemed a little like because we we talked about. They didn't mention at the beginning how the Avengers came back together. I know. So, like, I don't know if they're just going to pull this, oh, yeah, and this happened with Jarvis, and Jarvis is back the way we love him, and there's this Vision guy running around. Not if they're going to continue to have Paul play Vision. Yeah. Because it looks like he's going to be the new part of the new Avengers Yeah, going forward, um, which that was very blatant at the end of the movie. Uh, we're going to train these Avengers, and there's Scarlet Witch, and there's Vision, and... Yeah. Wait and a Sam minute. And Rhodey. Yeah. So, you know, then we've lost Jarvis. I know, and and he was always one of the highlights for me. He really was. I mean, they just they wrote him beautifully. Paul Paul delivered great great lines. But at the same time, it does help flow. I mean, okay, so if you've got uh, Sam becomes the new Captain America, you've got uh, Rhodey, who's the new Iron Man. You know, that, the Jarvis... The Scarlet Link. Witch, who's the token girl. Yeah. Because apparently whatever. we can only have one apparently woman only one. per team. Um, then that would put... Well, but if Rhodey is the replacement for Iron Man, how come Tony gets two? That's not fair. I don't... And, and no, no. Vision is Thor. Vision's oh. the new Thor. He does have a cape. He does have a cape. That's That's... The explanation for the cape, because when when he like synthesized himself, <laughs> he, did. he just made himself. He just made himself. I was like, well, you know, I can't say that if I was given the choice, if I wouldn't be like, yeah, cape, cape. I like the cape. I'm taking the cape. Apparently, I so I, I don't listen to the uh, Incredibles, and I, I don't learn my lesson from capes. Yep. So <laughs> no capes. No capes. But so, so yeah, that he would be the Thor he would in be the, the new. Thor. Yeah, but it does bring. I and do he can like, wield the hammer. He can wield the hammer. But I do like that they've got these characters that we already know and love to bring them through if they are yeah. going to start a which they're going to have to do eventually anyway. Yeah, I they're know. They're going to have to do new Avengers. It makes me sad though, but I am I am glad that we get that we get Sam and Rhodey cuz like you said we I I know I love those two. Mhm. Um I always felt like I need more of them. Yes. Um so I I do like that, but I yeah, I'm to the point where I'm like, can we just have 40 people on this team and I it'll know. be great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am gonna, I'm gonna miss Cap. I'm gonna miss Bruce. I'm, it's just, but they can't. So, but Cap is still hanging around, though. Yeah. Like, he's just gonna be this, like, hands-off trainer? He's, we're gonna have to see what happens in Civil War, though. Yeah. Because you know what happens in Civil War. I've been told. Yeah. I'm gonna deny that. I haven't. I haven't actually read. I've read through the entire Civil War series, um, 
and Cat, which is not very long. It's which only... is only about seven issues. Okay, is the actual Civil War series, which I have read, and Cap does not die at the end of it. I'll thank you very much. But I think I did find, and I'm not totally positive when I say this, so I could be wrong. That is actually a part of the um, series of Captain America from 2004 to 2011 that they did. That that is just a subset. Of some of those issues. Okay. So I've got to go through and read the rest. The entire Captain America 04 2011 series and see how it fits in, which I'm part of the way through and I'm, I'm getting there. So. so, okay, let me ask you because you're a Bucky girl. I am a Bucky girl. You love Bucky. I like, love my Bucky. So much, which I, I do too, but not as much as you. Okay. Um, how do you think this fits into the whole, like, Bucky's very important because we, I mean, we've met, we've made a point of saying how important Bucky I is was in these movies. About this, I was thinking about this just a minute ago, and Sebastian Stan does have a seven movie contract, by the way, and he's been in two? Two. Three. He was in First Avenger. Yeah. Um, he was in, and he was in Winter Soldier. Okay. That's just, so, that's two. Okay, so he's only been in two. I think somewhere in Civil War... This is my prediction. I think somewhere in Civil War, he's going to show back up, and he's going to become part of the New Avengers. Oh, that would be awesome. Because uh, Bucky does pick up the Captain America mantle for two right. years right. after Civil War. So, do you think Bucky would pick it up, or they'd give it to Sam? Because Sam just got Ooh. it recently, right? In the comics? In the comics, yes. After Bucky. Right. Bucky got it first for two years, immediately after Cap was shot. Okay. Bucky picks up, literally right from there, and picks it up for two years, and then passes on. And then Bucky becomes Winter Soldier again. Okay. But a good but Winter fights, Soldier? Fights good Yay. as Winter Soldier. Okay. That's what I have read. That's what I'm hoping, somehow, that Bucky's going to come back. And they may skip, They may especially if Sam's already there... They may skip the, him being Cap yeah. for a short period of time, or he may do it for like five minutes. Who knows? Just nod to it would be nice. Yeah. But it wouldn't break my heart if they skip that and he and just becomes Winter Soldier. I just, I want to see that story of him either a reference to it or hell, even a cheesy music montage <laughs> of him like montage. coming coming back to himself. Yeah, yeah. I want I want his redemption story. Cuz yeah, cuz we, Bucky's we redemption saw it story. at the end of at the end of Winter Soldier. We saw him come back and the last you see of Bucky is he's at the Smithsonian exhibit. Yes. And so yes. now he really cuz him saving Steve at the end of that was more I my impression was it was more reflex. Like I know you and I know you're important but I don't know how. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like he goes to the Smithsonian and goes Oh, God. Yeah, and Marvel doesn't shoot a scene like that for no reason. No. There's no. got to be something. So, I think there's going to be a Bucky Redemption story somewhere. I really want that. I do, too. So, we were talking about how how we felt that Age of Ultron fits into the, the big Marvel arc. Um, and painfully. I know... Painfully. Painfully. It was sad. It and barely fits. And I, I was trying to think more because I, I kept waiting for the... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tie-in. And I think the biggest one we got were List and Strucker. I think that was it. The the where they were they working were the heads of people. Yeah. And where they rescued in the, the latest episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where they got Lincoln and Mike Peterson out. We know they're testing on it. Is, is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline going to go back off into left field? 
Is there going to be any more of that? Is there going to be any fallout from Ultron in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm hoping there is this week that we get something. Some mention of it? Because it was it was very heavily tied in with Winter Soldier, and but and it was another one of those, like, I've, I've gone through the, the cast list for Age of Ultron for months, you know, trying to get clues Find about some stuff. Kind of something. But I kept hoping that Phil would pop up, and that it would yeah. be a secret... And he didn't, and I... Even on a, like, Nick Fury kind of talking calm. to, yeah. or, or Maria Hill talking to Phil so, at some point. Because I feel like one. I want it explicitly stated to the Avengers that Phil is alive. I know, I know. I want that so bad, particularly Steve. I know. But, and I feel and like... Tony. Yeah, and Tony. Yeah, and Tony. And I feel like we're getting farther and farther away from it, and it's getting less and less likely. Yeah. I'm I'm afraid that that's not gonna happen. So I didn't but. I didn't feel overall that it really fit with the whole shield arc. It did. It did, no. but it didn't. It, it did, did, but in a way that wasn't satisfying for me. No, it was not very satisfying. It wasn't very flowy. No. So, but like I think this fits decently well into the overall arc. But like I said, it felt for me it felt different. The only thing that really felt like it fit into the arc was the Mind Stone. Yeah. The fact that there there was the scepter, and we gotta have the scepter, and then here's the Mind Stone, which leads into the Affinity War. Everything else just seemed kind of up in the air. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of battle. There was a lot of action, which, hey, is cool. It was awesome. It was really cool, but there wasn't enough story from that made the, the overall arc. Yeah. I don't know how this is gonna lead into Civil War. Well, and... I'm glad you mentioned the stone again with Vision because um, I'm assuming it's kind of one of those things where you take the stone out and he ain't Vision anymore. Yeah, I'm worried about that. How does that work? So, because like, because like, isn't the goal of the gauntlet or whatever that they showed is that to put all the stones in the Infinity? Yeah, so that's like bringing all the stones together. So, like, do they have to like pop the what stone out of Vision's fall? head and then? I suppose so, because I don't remember in the comics that Ultron used the Infinity Stone. He was just purely made. He was just, he was created by Ultron and programmed by Ultron. So, Infinity Gems, Infinity Stone. So, I yeah, I don't, I don't know, because you're right, I mean, they... Infinity Gauntlet. It feels like they did their due diligence by saying, okay, this movie has to have a stone in it, and we have to address it. It seemed more like a conduit, yeah, a checkbox. Like and the Age of Ultron story was so so loosely based on the comics that it just may as well not have been. Uh, yeah, it just felt like a checkmark, like just a from point A to to get us from point A to point B, which is the the Infinity Gauntlet, which was, by the way, shown in Thor, the original Thor movie, in Odin's vault. Oh, okay. The Infinity Gauntlet is that's where it is. Okay. So, but now Thanos have, has it. But I'm guessing maybe Loki took it when he ran. Somebody else is running the freaking Asgard right now. True, so that's true. I think we're gonna have. So if they, you, if he just has it, and they don't explain how he got that gauntlet. So, do you think Loki's still working with Thanos, or he's got his own agenda now that he's finally the king? I don't know. A little both. I kind of think that he's. Just a happy little bunny now that he's got his throne. Yeah. I think that he, maybe maybe he's got some deal with Thanos to leave Asgard alone. Maybe. Which it's is actually kind I'll of give kingly. You yeah. 
I'll give actually, you this gauntlet if you, you know. Because he has had a singularly one-track mind. Although, in Dark World, the, uh, when there was the big battle mm-hmm. that killed Freya, could the gauntlet have gone missing? That's true. During the ruckus. But then, but then that the would say that the Dark Elves were after it with an express purpose, and I think they were so focused on the ether. They yeah. wanted to, they wanted to fuck shit up that way. That's true. So I guess, but yeah, it could I, be a good opening for the plot to show how Thanos got his how hands Thanos on it. Thanos got it. We can just say Gamora accept, did it. I could accept. I know, right? Gamora just Gamora did it. She just came to Asgard. She just kind of slunk in, got it without anybody knowing it. Or um, the other one, Nebula. Nebula. <laughs> Get them kick ass girls in there, man. I'm I telling know, you. I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like it really was just a check mark, like you say. Yeah. To to get to infinity, which you know, hey, it was not bad. Yeah. It just didn't feel like. And I said earlier, like I felt the whole thing was just kind of sad, and I know they're they're going darker. They've been going darker they since have. the very very they beginning, um, and Winter Soldier was very dark well not very dark but it, it was in tone it was darker but i felt they handled it better in that oh too i think I as hate, heartbreaking as parts of that movie were it was and i hate to say it i really feel like the writing was better in winter soldier than it was in this yeah there was I do too. there were some great quips there were some great sarcastic bites it was sassy but i just don't feel like the story was as as well developed as winter soldier I think maybe they tried to do too much. Maybe. Too many people, too much stuff. Not enough script. Yeah, and maybe, maybe, at first when, when I heard, um, that Joss wasn't coming back for the, for Infinity Wars, I was kind of upset because I'm, I'm a Joss fan. I love I'm, Joss. He's not perfect, because God knows I know there are some problems with, you know, him and his female characters. Um, but... I, I was kind of disappointed because I was like, oh, man, I love the Avengers so much. And he did such a great job with it. The Avengers itself was really, really good. And so I'm now, maybe this was good that I don't feel quite as heartbroken because I think, no. the, is it the Russo brothers that did uh, Winter Soldier? They're they're coming back for the Infinity Wars um, from what I from what I read. And now I'm, I'm really more jazzed about that than I was um, previously. Because I feel like I feel like they did a better job with Natasha than Joss did. I mean, we yeah, got I a really lot. felt like Natasha was so poo pooed and yeah. I feel like she was really given a back seat. Um, and I really yes, she was she like she fell back where okay. Whereas in Winter Soldier, she was a very upfront character in your face, a very strong character. And this one, she's it's like she lost some ground. Yeah, and I, I felt like. She might have just been there to be, uh, to be the lullaby. Like, it, that was, like, her only purpose is to, to be there for Bruce and to be a romantic interest. And I, I don't like that because, I mean, I'm, she, she's I'm, clearly my favorite Avenger, like, easily. I love Natasha. Yes. So much. The Russos are directing part one. That's awesome. I'm really uh, excited about that. Let's see. Directors Anthony and Joe Russo. Who's writing it? They did a beautiful job with Winter Soldier. Christopher Marcus, Stephen McFreely. Okay. Are writing the screenplay. 
Because I think I think Winter Soldier is probably my favorite Marvel movie out of the cinematic universe. As biased as I am, <laughs> Bucky with Bucky, uh, Winter Soldier is still like as a whole. But we're talking Iron Man's, we're talking Captain America's, Avengers, Thor. Overall, as far as writing, yeah, I think it's the best story. Yeah, because I, I mean, I love the Avengers like so much. Oh yeah. I mean, I Lucky. thought it hit. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm I'm a Loki girl. Um, it hit all the high points for me for that. But yeah, Winter Soldier was just a beautiful so, package. It was. It had everything. It had a strong female character. It had a strong story. It had heartbreaking. It had comic relief it was cute it was funny it was exciting the chase scene oh my god the nick fury chase scene is one of the best car chase scenes it's so great so who wrote winter soldier did you just say uh no you said he was writing the next cap one yeah okay no there that's infinity war oh that's the russos are doing infinity war but I, um, yeah, I, I really, I mean, I love me some Winter Soldier. I thought that was just beautifully done. Directors was Russo, and Russo were the directors. Writers, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFreely. Okay, who good. Are doing Infinity. Who did Civil War? That's awesome. I feel really good about that. Then Civil War is being is being directed by. Russo and Russo. That's awesome. Writers are Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFreely. That's great. Yes. And I love Joss. I really do. I feel like he it did a lot. Like, okay. He did a lot to make Avengers. Avengers. Avengers movie was really, really good until Winter Soldier came out. Yeah, and then you're like, oh man. They but just keep up in the ante. Joss kind of seems like a one horse race. Yeah. He did the one movie, it was really good. He does the second one, eh, not so much. Yeah. He did, first season of Dollhouse was really good. And then, admittedly, the second one didn't play out the way he wanted to because they canceled him. Right. But, it was good. And I kind of glad they didn't do a second season of Firefly because I don't think it would have been as good as the first. Yeah, hearing some of the stuff that he wanted to do that they didn't do, like all the Inara stuff... Yeah. And so maybe maybe Joss maybe is your, not a bad thing. Maybe Joss is your guy for origins. Yeah, just give it And then a, you hand it off. Just let it go. Just for hand actual it off. story. Yeah. Yeah. Levy Joss, but so so what so we, we talked about how I mean this technically fits into the arc, but technically it didn't barely. feel great necessarily as as part of if you look at it as part of the whole the whole the big whole arc. Um what what do you want in future iterations in in winter or in um civil war in doctor strange uh and all of that like what are what are you looking well, for i really want more connectivity between the stories uh marvel has been really good about consistency up until this point it's all connected it's all connected uh, I want more of the consistency. I want Natasha to come back as a stronger character. I kind of feel like she lost a lot of ground in this one. Um, and I want more... Okay, we, we've, we've our characters, we've got our Cap, we've got uh, Tony and Clint and Thor, and their characters have all developed to this point. I want to see more character development. Yeah. I don't want them to just stall here and just have story, story, story. I want some more character development. I'm looking forward to that. I want more... Uh, I do want to see more characters being involved. We finally got Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver 
uh, got brought into it. I, from what I understand, Superman's going to be coming into it. Doctor Strange is going to be coming Superman. into it. Not Superman. Sorry, Spider-Man. Don't. <laughs> Sorry. That would be horrible. Oh my DC, God, would that be DC awful. Marvel. That's, that's <laughs> another podcast. That's another podcast. Um, yeah, Spider-Man, I'm, I'm kind of excited, but I don't want a Spider-Man origin story. I don't either. It's been so done. A lot, and recently. <laughs> Which I think Spider-Man's going to be integral in uh, Civil War. Yeah. But uh, I want to see... I want to see more character development, um, but as far as a specific story, I I can say, I just I want, like you said, I really want Nat back where I want to I get feel, her. Yeah, she was at the end of Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, I really this whole Bruce thing complicates things. You know what I don't want? I don't want her to just take Bruce back. I don't want the woman. <laughs> I don't want the woman scorned. I don't want that. Nor I don't do, want the woman scorned. I don't want that, nor do I want, oh, well, Bruce is back now, so everything's fine, so we're going to, like, get married or whatever. No. Uh-uh. I don't want that either. I don't want that either. No. Um, so, I do I do want Nat in a better place because she's so awesome, and I feel like, I, I'm with you, I want the development. We know these guys now, let's so see let's more do development. stuff with let's them. Let's see some more development. Yeah, let's do stuff with them now, because, like, Thor, if you look at his arc so far... He's come a long way. Mm-hmm. Let's go further. And Let's bring keep in, developing you know, character. Le- I-, I hate that, like, Jane and Pepper are purely relegated to, um, well, they're only in Career their women. movies. Career women. Yeah, and they're only around when we we don't have our other, like, token two females. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Pepper in Civil War. Yeah. It's technically, it's a cat movie, which Iron Man just happens to be in because right. he kind of can't not be. But I would like to see Pepper in that. I would too. Because I, I love I love Pepper and I love what Gwyneth has done with her. I think she's great. Oh, she, Pepper's a great, especially at the end of Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. Pepper coming into her own. Yeah. I thought that was really great. Um, I would love to see more Darcy. Darcy! I think Darcy's so great because... She just she'll she's say the, whatever, she, and she's the the everyday person. Yeah, she's not a scientist. She's not like the CEO. She's just Darcy. She was trying to get she's some like college credit. One of us. Yeah. yeah. So I I th- and I think her interactions, not only with Thor, because we've seen that she's hilarious when she interacts with Thor. They have, they're such bros, man. I want her to. I want to see her interact with the rest of them. I would yes. love to see her in an Avengers movie, just to Can be you like... imagine her and Tony? Oh my god, it would be great. And, and I think that... She would shoot him down so fast. She's in so much fanfic. Like, Darcy is very she's heavily populated character. in fanfic. She's, she's the every woman. She is, and I think you could put she her in a She is the Martin of, Freeman yeah. of the Avenger world. <laughs> she's the Martin. He hates being called every man, though, but... But he... He she, can do it, though. But yeah, so I would, I, I don't know, I just, more ladies in general, and yeah, to where they're not. Strong women. Strong women, and you don't need no man. Even if they're not strong, if they're just interesting, yeah. I, could, I could do that. Because yeah. I think, like, Scarlet Witch's frailty, where Clint gave her the pep talk, I think that was great. But, yeah, but that could be played off of any gender. Yeah, that's that frailty true. That could be played off of that's any true. gender. Um,. And Pepper had that same kind of, of, of strength. Yeah. Um, but we saw Bruce had that same kind of struggle, that, that inner turmoil of mm-hmm. to be the hero, to be the monster, that kind of struggle, which that was good to see in a male character. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the monster thing because the one thing I was spoiled about 
in Age of Ultron, and I was really quite proud of myself that this was the only thing I was spoiled on. Um, because it's been out for weeks in Europe and other places. Oh, I know. We were the, so lucky. The one thing I was spoiled on was Nat's infertility. Mm-hmm. And she makes the point of saying, I'm not the, you're not the only monster on this team. And I've seen a lot of people have gotten very upset about that. She, just because she can't give birth, she can't carry, she's sterile or whatever. Right. Um, that does not make her a monster. And but I don't I think, think that's what she was saying. That's not what she was saying. I think it was her training in the yes. red room that made her the monster, and she's not wrong. That's what I think, too, and that's what I was hoping, because, you know, I read a few things on Tumblr where people were really upset, and yeah, I kept thinking, point, I kept thinking, God, I hope that's not, Yeah, I you know. It was so, people were having such a big, for lack of a better term, having such a big fit over it, that I thought it played a bigger part in the movie. I thought it did, too. And it was like a, a scene, and it was, that was it. And I'm like, what? And and I don't, I don't know what Joss's, uh, what he meant by that, I haven't read any interviews or anything, and I don't know if he'll address it. But for me, I didn't take it to mean I'm a monster because I'm infertile. I didn't catch, I didn't feel that either. I felt it was purely because I'm a monster because I was made to be this assassin machine Because weapon. she was raised in the Red Room as right. an assassin. Yeah, that's what I took from it. And, and my God, can we please have a Red Room flashback movie? Something? There's your Black Widow movie. Yeah, I mean, that would be amazing. And you can even get into a little bit with Barton of how they met. That's like, there's your end of the movie. Yeah. That that story. So There's your Black Widow movie. I mean, my God, I would love that so much. I, Dottie. I, oh, God, because Dot, Dottie was so interesting. Dottie was, in, to be such a minor character. She was so awesome. That's another cast. Yes. Go watch Peggy Carter if you haven't, because it's awesome. <gasps> or Agent Carter. Season two is looking pretty good. I know, I'm very excited about that. Um, so, okay, so, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much What do I, you want to see in future? More ladies. More, more ladies. more ladies, not just the token lady or two on the team. Um, I'd love to see Maria play a bigger part. I would love to see Maria Hill play a bigger Cause part. Because I think she's a really great character, and she's got so much sass. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just sassing all up over the place. Wasn't she? When she was testosterone. Um, so, and I, I really, I want... Is that what she said? Yes, that's what she said. I didn't have closed captions. Yeah, <laughs> testosterone. Um, it was a sausage fest. Maria recognized yes, that. Yes, bless her. Um, so... And yay for her for calling it out. Yes. So, I, I would love to see more ladies. I would love to see, um... Some, I want some Sif. I yeah. some Sif coming up. Some Sif, and not just in a sad, oh, I wish Thor had picked me kind of way. Yeah. Um, but the name makes her smile. <laughs> Sorry. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but, no, I want I want Coulson back in the mix with the Avengers. I want Coulson back, Even yeah. if he's not... Because I feel like in this movie they made a clear distinction between this is the Avengers now as an organization. There was a big separation between not what, S.H.I.E.L.D. and Avengers. So, I feel like now that Phil is, as of right now, he's in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, and Fury's on Avengers and to make that separation. Right. Like, I still feel like we need to get Phil involved. It's It seems like all of the connected parts seem to be only on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, and that it's not really threading into the movies, that yes. it's just the show feeding off of the movies, not yeah. the both ways like it went through Winter Soldier. Right. And, and I agree with that. So I would love to see more integration. Um and I am just so excited about Captain Marvel. So excited about Captain Marvel. I can't Marvel. believe we have to wait to 2018. I know. And it's just, I'm, I hope it doesn't become one of those things where I'm like, that's the lady-driven movie we get. 
because she's a really cool character, and that's yeah. I'm going to add that to your comic list, um, Captain Marvel stuff. Yes. Um, so, and I'm I'm really loving the fan casting of Natalie Dormer. That would make me so happy. Yeah. I know she Is was, there a franchise she is <laughs> not in? I know she was already in the first Avenger, and I can forgive that, because also our Captain America was Johnny Storm, so I'm totally cool hey, with you that. you know, whatever. Well, and Happy was also in Daredevil... See, this is I where mean, this is why we needed the time continuum to go through Age of Ultron like it was in the comics so that we could have these things. Yes. So I did it in X Men, they can do it in Avengers. Oh Come God, on. What didn't they do in X Men? <laughs> um So so yeah, I just I really want more ladies and I want not so much man pain. Like I think man yeah, pain is I think it's been done. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think it was done well in Winter Soldier, and even I thought it was really cool to see Tony, uh, I say that, it's really cool to see Tony's anxiety in Iron Man 3, but I think that was different. It was good to see a flaw in a character. Yes, I think that was great. Um, Although it was not the best story. No, it was not the best story. Um, it's not the best villain either, even though the Mandarin was really cool, except for he just turned out to be a complete... I know. Um, so, yeah, I just, more awesomeness. But, I, uh, I, I want it to move away a little bit from where it uh, how it felt for Age of Ultron. So our next movie is <coughs> Ant-Man. Yes. That's our next. And then Fantastic Four right behind it. Fantastic Four, I think, is in August. And I think Ant-Man's pretty soon, I think. I don't know that Fantastic Four was on the... Is that in the universe, or is that just a reboot I thought, I, in I, of I don't itself? think that's in the universe. Okay. Oh, because I think you're right. I think that's a Fox movie. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I feel a little bit better about that because I was thinking, God, how are you going to fit another damn team yeah, into this I universe? I don't think it's. I would like for them to finally explain where the hell Clint was during Winter Soldier. That would be great. I know. Where was he? Where well, was... clearly he was at the at the farmhouse, and you know, I don't. I guess they don't have TV. Uh, I'm, they... I'm still a little you bitter know, about that. Maybe he's a little. Um, they're a little strict with their their children's TV viewing but apparently having an assassin as an ant is cool yeah so well you know oh i'm getting our timelines here that i think um so yeah th the next mcu movie is ant-man and i don't know how i feel about it um i'm kind of approaching it the way i'm approaching guardian the way i approach guardians because you saw the previews for guardians and i was like this is either going to be really good or really, really bad really stupidly ridiculous and it kind of was stupidly ridiculous, but it was in a great way. It mm -hmm. pulled it off. So I'm hoping Ant-Man can do the same. Um, but I know people, I know a lot of people have been really upset already with Ant-Man because they're not doing Hank Pym as Ant-Man. He's in it. But um, I read Which, that... Which, for the record, by the way, it was Hank who built Ultron, not Tony. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> But also, I mean, Hank was kind of a bastard from what I understand. He beat his wife, who his wife was one of the original Avengers, the, I think, Wasp. Oh, God, please don't crucify me for this, because I'm, rec <laughs> I'm recollecting I'm from a recollection. Learning. But his wife was just really badass in her own right. Um, and so a lot of people aren't happy that Hank Pym is in Ant-Man at all, or that they even chose to do Ant-Man as part of their universe. So, I, I just, I kind of don't know how ant powers are going to play. Because <laughs> to me, I'm like, that seems like a pretty shitty superpower. 
But yeah. I, I'm hoping it's gonna sneak up on me like Guardians did, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna love it because I really loved Guardians. And then you know we've got another Guardians knocking around somewhere that's gonna have to tie in, um, which I hope they give Gamora more to do and they give Nebula more to do. Fox does own Fantastic Four. Okay, so Fantastic Four is not a part of the MCU. No, no. Okay, it is part of the Marvel universe, but it is not a part of the this particular movie is not the MCU. It is okay. part of the X Men Fox. Okay. Studios. So, that was my really rambly future wishes. Um, anything else before we close this puppy no, down? I can't think of anything else. So, uh, yeah. That's, that was our many scrambled thoughts from Age of Ultron. Uh, see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.